Hello everyone, this is Stephen Morrow. And I'm Christopher Philippi. And this is The Podcast Podcast with with Benefits. Benefits. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to write piss porn. Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm only athletic if you count water sports. Is she being murdered, or is Chris just fucking her? I'm back, baby. Emily's back. kids I can't hear you <laughs> I really love the idea of are you ready kids and there's silence I can't hear you and then there's still silence it's just that's almost terrifying sure yeah it's a ravings of a lunatic painting um, I can't hear you so back by popular demand, we have with us in the studio <laughs> Emily. I'm here. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Thank you for joining us again. Thank you so much for having me. Mm. I have been pestering Stephen to bring me back. Well, pester no longer. Uh, our our listeners have been been. Not pestering, but requesting your return. So we we couldn't hold back any longer. I just I don't even know what to think about that. Like that just blows my mind. That's real. That's real. Um, so tell, give us an update. How are things? What's new? Um, everything is new. <laughs> I mean, everything. I feel like a new person since the last time I was on the podcast. How has the podcast? done that for you? What, what has changed? Um, I don't know. I just feel like I've become more confident in who I am. Which I was pretty confident before, but even more so now. And a lot of it has to do with like a spiritual kind of journey that I think I've been on. Okay. And just coming to know like my self-worth and I don't know, things of that nature. And just feeling more comfortable with who I am. That's awesome. Yeah. That is, I've been, I'm very pleased. I'm, I'm, I'm tickled that, that, you know, I don't care if, if nobody listens to this, the fact that you have that positive experience is, is great. Um, I mean, I, I enjoy doing the show. Uh, regardless of anybody listening, I, I just enjoy these conversations that I have with people and with Steven, um, and, and with people not, and Steven. Not <laughs> he's, he's not. He's just barely qualified. Barely qualifies. No, he's yeah. He's other, uh, other, other, other worldly. I just check the box. Other, other for yeah, everything in general. Yeah. Um, but no, that that uh, yeah, it's had a positive effect for you. Uh, it's awesome. I'm very happy with that. Yeah, I definitely think I was headed in that direction anyway. But, I don't know, coming out and being so vocal about such private things and 
even though I haven't heard very much, the little feedback that I've heard from you, it's really empowering. <laughs> Great. For those who are uh, new to the show or just tuning in, this, uh, uh, Emily was one of our was our first guest. Yeah, the first guest. The very first guest we had in episode two. Yeah, and um, and that was uh, discussing among other topics water sports. Um. So, yeah, it's uh, a lot of people have reached out to me asking questions and. Uh, and I guess I'll get right into it. Uh, one of the questions that I was asked um, was, you know, there's a lot of talk of, of peeing on you. Um, and the question that was asked of me was, would you be willing to pee on someone else? I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess. I mean, in a perfect world, I would definitely want... A partner who was into it just as much as I am. Mm-hmm. Now, not necessarily. Well, I mean, yes, of course. I would hope that the ideal partner is going to be as into this as you are. Uh, but what if it's just somebody who is, you know, it's second or third date, and uh, this topic comes up, and they want to explore that? Are you? Are you willing to explore that with them? Like on the third date? Sure. I mean, I don't know. Okay. To be honest, I've never really, like... <laughs> I love the sound effects. <laughs> it's perfect pouring, timing. I was pouring water. Also, uh, if you actually, heard that, yeah. uh, they're pissing on each other. There's right a urinal here. That's yeah, yeah. We're filming, or recording in a bathroom. <laughs> Just a urinal. The hypotheticals aren't really fair. Because there's so many things that go into that, so that's not a fair question. I, I, I retract that. But ultimately, I guess I just had a, a listener ask if you'd be willing to pee on them. Um, <laughs> and so you gotta, you got to get to know the person first before you just pee on, on any random people. So, we talked about this a little. And I've been thinking about it a lot. Okay. And I think that I've come to the place where I'm just petty enough that <laughs> if he's hot enough, I might do it. <laughs> Okay. All right. Like if I think he's attractive, sure. <laughs> See, that's actually, that's a good point. I feel like I'm the kind of person, I, I'll piss on anyone. Yeah. Um, but if I'm not attracted to somebody, then I'll probably want to get paid. Like, it, it depends on the, the degree of attractiveness and... I mean, I I probably I piss on my friends for free. Um, so pro tip. You piss your friends off for free. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was uh, not aware that you were pissing on people for free. Not that I'm interested, but I wasn't aware. I think, uh, I no, think it's I, just I would. I think I don't think that was a. Everyone I've ever pissed on so far, I pissed on them for free. Okay. But it was an exchange. It it was part of that you know the roadmap. Mm-hmm. It was okay. What what do you want? Mm-hmm. Here's what I want. Yeah, and it's like, all right, I will piss on you in the shower. Okay. Um, now, where was any of this in our first recording with Emily that you you had peed on people? I I mean, I wanted her to tell her story. Fair enough. Like I didn't want to derail it to talk about shenanigans in Kansas. It's fine. Well, here we are. <laughs> Let's go visit <laughs> oh my Kansas. God. Yeah. So my story. I've decided it takes place in Kansas. <laughs> what? Yeah. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And I actually... So I looked up weather patterns. <laughs> Hold on, we need to give people some context. Okay. Just in case they missed out on, on the... F well, before we switch to the story... Okay. Can I want to go back to what we were talking about, about me specifically peeing on other people. Sure. Mm -hmm. I have never done it before. Okay. Okay. Because when I was in my relationship with the person mentioned in the last episode, he was, like, completely against that. And, I mean, I guess it was slightly a big deal that he would piss on me. But, like, I was not allowed to pee on him. And I haven't really had a relationship since then or any, like, continuous hookups where we were like, okay, the vanilla is not exciting anymore, let's try something new. And also, strangely enough, I think I have a shy bladder where, like, in public bathrooms and stuff, I get really weird, even when I'm in the stall by myself, and I kind of have to, like, pretend I'm in there by myself in order to pee. So, like, it would... If the other person would have to have a lot of patience. There's a level of intimacy that has to be there and trust. Definitely. For your bladder to even cooperate. Yeah. yeah. Not, it's Definitely. not just a, yeah. And I, I mean, honestly, with when it comes to pissing, I'm, I'm the same way. I mean, you know, you're, you, when you learn to pee as a child, you're alone. <laughs> like You're alone in a room, and then all of a sudden you're in a public scenario... And, uh, like, for for a long time, I couldn't pee at a urinal unless I was shit-faced. Like, if I was drunk, I didn't care. Uh, now I've kind of overcome that, and uh, I can pee at a urinal with another person standing next to me. It's, it's, but it takes effort. It takes concentration. So I, I completely understand that. Um, but, however, though, much like Stephen, I feel like even though with the shy bladder... If it's either sexual or monetary, I feel like I could absolutely pee on pretty much anybody. Yeah, I can pee on anyone. Except for a child. Yeah, come uh, on, man. Like, <laughs> God damn it. I, I have to put the disclaimer. I think any time, I think with going forward, for the rest of forever for the show, it's always, this is consen the disclaimer. It's always consensual, and it, consensual and it's always with somebody who's not a minor. Always. It's just, it's words that are definitive and all-encompassing. I have a, a problem with. Like, anybody, everybody, uh, like, Clearly. every time, like, things like that. Okay. Well, for, for my personal disclaimer, for, from now and forever, for all those people listening, I mean consenting adults, and I mean not a minor. Unless they're an adult that minds. Yeah. Now, <laughs> touching back on something also that you said, uh, Emily, as far as the relationship you had with this person where there was the, they were pissing on you, I'm very much the same in my BDSM kink in that I, I definitely dish it out. Uh, I am a sadist, but don't fucking ever try to hit me because... I take it personally, and I'm really upset. Like, if you if you want to try that, that's fine. But I'm not going to enjoy it. Like, I'm not I'm not barring the experience. 
but it definitely has to be a roadmap kind of situation. So um, you wouldn't be pissed on? But no, no, I'm saying it, like I, as far as the dynamic of the 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 you know, like I'm I am the the dominant person versus the submissive, much like this person who is peeing is the the pisser, not the pissy, and or the dominant person, and you know that's how I envision it. But I'm sure there's a there could be a all different kind of power dynamic. I mean, you could be the dominant person getting pissed on. Maybe I don't know. Um, I digress. But you would accept a position of, of, of peeing on an individual if they were attractive enough. Yeah. Okay. That's really petty. <laughs> no, I think no. it makes perfect sense. No, it's because it's for, it's a sexual thing for you. Yeah. Um, so it's completely, it makes absolute sense. I mean, if they wanted me to, yeah. I would absolutely. Sure. And that, I mean, that would mean so much to me, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would love that so much. Yeah, it's almost, it's almost like an honor, I think. Like, being, being let in on someone's kink and, like, asked, asked to engage it, I feel like it's like, oh my god, thank you. You feel yeah. comfortable. Right. It's there's really a level, nice. Yeah, there's a level of trust and comfort that is, you know, it's, it's another ring of intimacy that you are closer to that person because they are, you know, they are trusting you enough to, to take that step further in. So absolutely. I mean, I don't treat it with the, the, the gravitas and an honor that you treat it it's with. It's always but, a gravitas. But I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do that. Let me, like, that's why let me stick that in this place. I'm not sure. When, uh, when Kansas guy, uh, he asked me to pee on him. Um, I was like, Thank you so much. Uh, like, I, I don't know. It, it seemed really nice. Like, I had just met this guy, and, like, I felt so much closer just because of that. It was I, nice. I feel like, the, <laughs> have you ever been to Vegas? Uh, no, actually. I've been not to Vegas. <laughs> I, I thought, I, I, I was going through my mind, and I thought that I had been somewhere close to Vegas, but I, I wasn't. Okay. So, so in, like I in Vegas, had to fix myself. They have <laughs> they have people standing on street corners peeing on others. slapping cards in their hand and then they hand you a card as you pass by. And the card is always for a stripper. Mm. For an, I'm, I'm sorry, an escort. It's a, for a, a prostitute. Oh. Uh, and you can collect the various there's there's hundreds of different cards and and uh, when I would go to Vegas you'd try to make a game of it. So it's like Pokemon Go. It's like Pokemon, but you're right, with physical cards. But I feel like you would receive that card and be like, thank you so much. Like, it's their job to literally hand a card to anybody who will take it, but you would you would take it with such a, a feeling of, of, of great gratitude. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> and I'd, I'd probably call whoever was on the card. Wow. And I would ask them if they would want to sit down and have a chat. <laughs> it would cost you lots of money. Uh, yeah, probably, but uh, so if we're ever recording an episode and you hear that we're speaking with a sex worker from yeah. Vegas, you know exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that you, is what happened. We've now illustrated the steps that we have. So let's go for <laughs> let's go back to to Kansas. Yes. Please give us more of that story. Um. So, I went to Kansas for work once. Um. <laughs> Uh, back when I was working at conventions and stuff, there was a convention randomly in Kansas that normally we wouldn't go to because it was a small convention in 
fucking Kansas. Um, but uh, the person I was working with at the time and I had a mutual friend who lived in Kansas. So uh, we were like, oh, this is an excuse to go there, maybe make some money, we have a place to stay, we can hang out for a week, this will be fun. Um, so we went there, we were staying with our friend, um, and it was nice. And um, as I did at this time, I would, one of my favorite things to do is to travel and to open up Grinder and just like see what's around and then hang out with new friends, basically. Um, so there was this guy who looked a little bit like Aladdin. Um, so naturally I was like, hey, Aladdin, um, <laughs> do you want to hang out? He was not Prince Ali? He was Aladdin? No, he was Aladdin. Okay. And definitely... He was a street rap? Yeah, definitely a preference for Aladdin over okay. Prince Ali. Prince yeah. Ali is a, he's a self-righteous cunt. Wow. But Aladdin... Is you know he's just getting by. He's humble. Okay. And if you notice at the end of that movie, he's he's back at Aladdin. He's accepted who he is. Okay. He's no longer putting on a front. All right. Uh, but anyways, so he was an Aladdin, um, and yeah, so I hooked up with Aladdin, and he wanted me to be on him. That is so hot. <laughs> Aladdin is my favorite prince. Aladdin is pretty attractive. And knowing that Aladdin likes you water sports. That, yeah. Um, Hell so yeah. I've already marked that territory. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, my bad. But no, I mean, you can have them. I'm sure. Claimed. <laughs> so how did the, the peeing go down? Um, so, okay. So I did give him a stipulation. Uh, even though we were hooking up at his place, I was like, I will pee on you. Can it just please be in the shower? Because uh, I don't want to make a mess everywhere. Um, and I didn't want to pee outside because that's like weird, I guess. I don't know. People can see. Mm -hmm. uh, so we pissed in the shower. Well, I pissed in the shower. And yeah, it was actually, it was kind of weird because that was my first time um, peeing on a stranger. I peed. <laughs> <laughs> just a sentence. This is a sentence and the emphasis is all I needed. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, I've, I've peed on an ex before, but it was when... <laughs> when they were your ex or when you were together? It's a gray area. Okay. Uh, it's confusing. Sure. Um, but uh, it, it was the ex where we made like the list and we were just yeah, yeah, doing exploring everything. Yeah. Uh, so that was one of the things that we explored. It turns out he enjoyed it uh, quite a bit, actually. Okay. Um, but anyways, that was somebody that I already had that kind of relationship with. We were comfortable. We were trying all kinds of fucking things, but this was a stranger in Kansas that looked like Aladdin. So I was a little bit, you know, starstruck. Um, but, uh, I can't, you if somebody, be, you gotta understand how big of a crush Steven has on Aladdin. It's, like. I actually, okay. So this, I'm going to, I'm going to share something that I have not shared with anyone other than Emily. I guess starstruck to me was just the... It was the choice, the wording. I mean... Oh, hold on. Okay. I found a porn star. Well, I don't... I don't know if he's a porn star. I found somebody on the internet who looks just like Aladdin. And I sent you a picture. Do you remember? Yeah. And he looks like Aladdin. Okay. But not the Aladdin that I peed on in Kansas. Sure. The Aladdin I peed on in Kansas, admittedly, was like a... 
like a Dollar General Aladdin. <laughs> um, but Aladdin nonetheless. Mm -hmm. uh, but the Aladdin that I found on the internet, that's real deal Aladdin, I think. Um, but, anyways. <laughs> so I was starstruck, uh, so it did take me a minute, so I understand the whole, like, uh, what were you saying, bladder shy, camera shy? <laughs> what? Bladder shy. <laughs> bladder shy. Uh, a shy bladder. So I understand that. Uh, but yeah, I did it. And it was it was interesting, though, because um, he responded more viscerally than my ex did to it. In what way? It was, like, very verbal. <laughs> like, uh, it was almost like... It was like, as soon as I peed on him, he had an orgasm, but he didn't, he didn't come. But, like, he sounded like he was orgasming. Sure. Like, uncontrollably. It's a method of communication. Like, I've learned to become more verbal because it is a way for me to to reinforce the behavior that is happening. I mean, it's, it's you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Uh, so I, I will moan and, and give verbal attaboys, you know. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I will say the, the biggest bit of anxiety that I have... It's better than being quiet. I mean, imagine just complete silence. <laughs> just silence. <laughs> just peeing on somebody and you just Or anything. The... Any sexual act at all and just you receive complete silence. <laughs> no, like, not even barely breathing. That's what people with most sex dolls experience every time. I think they're... I, I would hope that they're maybe making up for it. I mean, like, you know... They're making all the talking, noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not, not for that person, but just making noises on their own. Just... I don't know, I just... Silent sex is just... That's a little... Unless that's your thing. Is silent there, sex. Is there a kink for that? Um, Completely silent sex? There's gotta be a kink for mute people. So, like, I would imagine maybe that is correlated. Well, okay. Yeah. Let me interject. Yeah. Because in my story, Cass is mute. Yes. That's oh. true. But for me, like, even just... The way somebody's breath, breathing yeah. reacts to mm -hmm. sex yeah. can be extremely telling. It's yeah, it's definitely that's that's how you you know whenever I'm going down south, as it were, uh, if I'm ever eating a, a woman out, uh, it's I listen to their their breathing and the way they're gyrating. Like you take all the cues you can get to you know until they trust you or, or are confident enough to be verbal about what's going on. It's definitely a multi-sensory experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but I honestly don't understand how anybody can be silent during sex because, yeah. like, personally, I'm incredibly vocal. Especially if it's done right. <laughs> yeah. Are you a screamer? Uh, no. Yeah. Not really. I've only been with one screamer. And I had to make sure I had a cigarette with them outside of their apartment with them to make sure that other people knew that they were alive when we were oh done. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was terrified. <laughs> I was terrified that I was going to be blamed, blamed for murdering and or torturing this poor person. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, like... I mean, how hardcore were you going in the BDSM stuff? Nothing. No, this was completely missionary. Oh, was just... like, not all missionary, but it was mostly vanilla... Sex, but this person Jeez. was a fucking screamer. Yeah, I don't like that. 
I, I was surprisingly into it. <laughs> um, I didn't think... It, at first, it was very off-putting. I'm like, oh, God. Um, I'm sorry. Did yeah, I hurt you? No, no. I wasn't worried about hurting them, but I was just like, Jesus, why you are you live in an apartment. <laughs> like, why are you doing this? Um, I would be worried about yeah. hurting. I don't know. No, no. It was... It was it sounds... It was it screams of ecstasy. It was screams of joy. Oh, so not... I'm, like, imagining, like, full-up bass. Oh! Oh! <laughs> like, just, like, guttural horror film screams the entire time. No, no, it was... Like, it was just extraordinarily loud, passionate... <laughs> it, it, ultra-moaning, I guess, would be a... Ultra-moaning. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Delicious. <laughs> Ultra-moaning. But I had to... I, I made sure... I was like, come outside and have a cigarette with me. And like, why? I just cuss. <laughs> just because... I need to make sure your neighbors know you're not dead. You need a visual. I, yeah, I need... Yeah. You might as well just like have a sign. And I'm leaving. I didn't murder her. Right, right. I just murdered her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah. That happened. Um... No, uh, so going back to, to pissing on this guy in Kansas, yeah. um, I did have like a little bit of anxiety that I feel like I would still have if I were to piss on somebody now. It was just more fresh then. Um, but, so I have a history of kidney stones. Um, and so, like, going back to peeing in public, I don't like using urinals. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily because I'm, like, peeing in front of people. That's fine. But I have a split stream quite often. And it can be unpredictable which direction yeah, either stream will go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that terrifies me. I'm afraid that I'm going to accidentally piss on somebody um, without consent mm-hmm. in a public restroom. So I'm like, nope, I'm going to go in the stall. And then I, I, like, kind of angle it in a way where no matter how it sprays, it's going to make it in. It's mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. But anyways... So I was worried that that was going to be an issue in Kansas because, like, then, like, if somebody sees that and they're, like, trying to be turned on by something, like, I don't want to take them out of it by yeah. being, like, listen, I have two streams of it. He'd probably be into it, honestly. It's, like, twice the fun. But, uh... I'm just envisioning this sad situation where, like, you're ready to receive the urine. And <laughs> it, like, splits like, and... And it completely misses. misses. <laughs> yeah. And you're just, like, what in the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you're just... It's like, did you yeah. do it? I yeah. mean... Uh, yeah, I pissed my whole load. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, like I just didn't want to be in a situation where I'm like, ah, I have to explain this now. Right, right, right. Because uh, that's like... Shitty. I think most men would understand. I mean, to me, I, I automatically think whenever I, I have a split stream, it's because of recent sexual activity. It's either like I, I just came and or I came the night before. Mm-hmm. Um... And that's ninety percent of my split stream action is that. So that, but it's it's pretty easily explainable to guy in the shower. I think he'd be like, "Wait, you came without me, you son of a bitch!" But well, I had come prior to that too, so I guess that would have been fine. But like up until that point, I hadn't really experienced split stream until the kidney stones, (laughs) Uh, which that was fucking awful. Uh, but okay. <laughs> um. So, how, Emily? How has your story 
that we, you know your your, your fanfic. Um, has anything changed or updated with that since our last meeting? Yes. So um, I think I've posted either maybe two chapters since the last time that I was on the podcast. And um, I am happy to report that my bookmarks have gone up from 15 to now at 25. And for our listeners, could you explain what a bookmark is? So when... When you're on the website that it's on, which is called archiveofourown.com, um, you, you can save a story for later, basically, if you create a profile. And it's you like can, favoriting it, right? Yeah, and the thing is, is like you can put little notes like about the story, like what the person thought about the story. So sometimes I go in and creep and see if anybody like left a little note. Mm-hmm. I haven't found any yet, I don't think. But, um, yeah, so I'm just, like, blown away by that, that an additional ten people have saved the story for later. But I wanted to mention that I have a one-shot that was posted back in, like, 2018, I think, which is also centered around piss. And that story as well is now at 24 bookmarks. And I think it was only at like 12, maybe, when I came on the show. So they're going back and looking for more. Absolutely. Yeah. And I just am so blown away by that. I guess I never thought that this story could take off in the way that it has. And, like, I don't want to talk too extensively about it because I don't want to, like, take away. But, like, I've come up with this new concept. I'm on Chapter 9 right now. And I kind of had this awakening where I was like, damn, he's a storm cloud angel. Like, the weather really needs to affect when he pisses. So, I've, like been extensively coming up with these ideas about how I'm going to take the story forward and I've come up with like storm season which is you know the time of year when we have these big storms and how that would affect a storm cloud angel who is designed to provide for storms specifically and I you know started thinking about like are there other types of storm cloud angels like if there's just rain angels and then there's like a class like storm clouds who are like the queen bee or you know something like that so an entire hierarchy of yeah, absolutely yeah yeah so i've like i don't know it's like i woke up and i was like i really have this whole story like right at my fingertips and i'm at a point where i can like i've got a big enough audience and i've laid the groundwork where i can really just take it any direction that I feel like going and they're probably going to be along for the ride. So I'm super excited. You wield great power. I do. And I'm like, (laughs) to be honest, I'm a little bit overwhelmed because like, I think the story has so much potential for me to just run at this point. So I've, I've been struggling to write lately. 
It's okay. almost like there's so many different directions that like you don't know which one you want to go in. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, from the the first episode we had you on, you had mentioned that you had kind of a plan. You had so many chapters planned out. And have we gotten to that point yet, or are you still working towards that? So I have probably at least 15 other ideas. Okay. And some of them are extremely thought out. Mm-hmm. Others are just like cast in this situation, and I could come up with something around that. Then I came up with the whole storm cloud, or the whole storm season, rather. So I, f- I almost feel like the story is trying to take me in a different direction, and I don't, I don't want to resist. I just want to go. I'm like, okay, wherever this needs to go, let it go. Yeah. So. I have all of these ideas and these plans that I'm definitely going to write at some point, but I feel like I'm in a place where I have really no idea where the story's going to go at this point. That's exciting. And I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm here, I'm on for the ride, so let's... Yeah. You are as much a part of the audience as anybody else is. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I just got to say like how much work goes into this for me like I sat at work and made a two hour long recording of me talking to myself about how storm season was going to work how that was going to affect Cass all the changes that he goes through how like certain smells in the air affect his body and things like that like I sat down and was like you need to figure this all out so that there aren't any plot holes or, like, if someone comes to me and they're like, I don't understand this part, I can be like, well, that's coming in this next chapter or whatever. Yeah. But it's crazy because, like, it's a story about piss. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, like, making two-hour-long recordings, like, no, this needs to happen. But it's not, it's not just a story about piss, though. Like, it's, it's a story with characters and a world and you're building all of this stuff and it's interconnected. It's... It's a story with piss. But, like, it's not just a story with piss. Yeah. So I, I don't think... I, I don't want you to sell yourself short here. I think that's the great juxtaposition of it, though. I mean, that is... What many people would just write off as piss porn. This is a labor of love and an intense... Uh, just the, the work that's going into it is, is great. And I, I love it. I love it and I'm here for it. Thanks. So you need to read it. I do. I do. I read. I started reading the first chapter. I need to read more. Most of my free time is spent here in, in this podcast. But <laughs> what I need you to do, what would be amazing, and this just for my benefit, uh, is for you to to do an audio recording of of your story, so that I could listen to it while driving. You just want to hear me read it. That is correct. <laughs> you just want to hear my voice. That is absolutely correct. <laughs> well, I want to know how far you got. Um, if you even remember. Yeah, it, it was a while back. Um, so, Cass had, I think, left his cloud? Like, he was in his cloud. He was content there. Did he come? Did he, had he left the cloud? I don't know. Well, demons shoot his cloud and it kind of pops when he falls. Then, then no. 
<laughs> Did you read him like using the cloud? Yes. So what did you think? It, it all tracked. It all held water. No, no pun intended. Uh, oh no. Um, <laughs> 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 I was surprised about that. I'm sorry. I got excited. At no point was I like, "This is pure <laughs> fantasy." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is trash. I want my piss born to be something different. No, this it was fun. <laughs> like okay. yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I think we we've we've shared enough now to where you would know I would give you any any notes pretty frankly if I had any. Um, but what I read, I enjoyed. Um, but I really do need you to make an audio recording of. Okay. Be reading. All right. Fantastic. Real fast, for anybody who is a little bit confused, I suggest listening to episode two if you're at all interested in Emily's story, both her personal story and the story that she is writing. Um, and I'll also I'll put a link to the story on this episode too. So, Absolutely. So look in the show notes for um, the link to the story. You can read it there. Um, there is water sports. Um, in case that wasn't obvious. Water sports and supernatural fan fiction. And it's it's gay. It's two guys. Yeah. So if that doesn't Supernatural, tickle... yaoi, piss porn fan fiction. Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. 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 The, the rest <laughs> of this episode is just us saying yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, <laughs> we're not we're not really gonna do this, are we? No. Oh <laughs> no. I mean, we had twenty, you know, twenty plus minutes. 20 minutes. Yeah. 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 Jesus fuck Christ. Yeah. Okay, I can get behind a fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll do a fuck well, yeah. Well, now hold on. I'm throwing <laughs> expletives. Um, what the fuck else is going on? I mean, that's a fantastic update. Um. Yeah, congratulations on the extra bookmarks, by the way. Do you think that's actually... So, are, are you convinced that it is connected to the podcast? I have no idea. I gotta be honest, I read a lot of fan fiction of this nature. Because porn and or supernatural. Like, water sports, specifics within water sports, like, the whole nine yards. And... Sorry, every time that I hear water sports, I think of jet skiing, and I have to autocorrect myself. So, like, when you were like, any specifics within water sports, I just immediately, someone was jet skiing across my mind. It was (laughs) weird. Anyways. Well, I've just, like, I've noticed that, like, it doesn't get much attention. So it makes me feel like I'm doing something really great here because I've got so many people like actually reading my story and I haven't updated it since December of 2020 and still my book I've gotten three more bookmarks since the last time I checked and I'm like isn't December excuse me isn't December when we recorded I think, uh, we, I think it was November November okay okay so I don't know I just I don't really know what I was trying to say with that I guess I was just bragging (laughs) I mean that's fine but I'm just shocked to see so many people reading my story but I think another thing I think the podcast has definitely helped another thing is is that 
it's got so many chapters. So people are like, oh, this is a story that's continuously updating. And a lot of people, I think, make the mistake when they write on these websites. And I mean, I just do it old school because, like, I grew up on fanfiction.net. And there was no way to write, like, stories within series and have, like, a little click where you can find all the other postings that are connected. Mm -hmm. So when I came up with this, my whole plan was I'm just going to come up with a bunch of one-shots within this world and upload them as chapters and try and connect them. And I think being able to find it all in one place is a really great way to help grow your audience because they know they can always come back to this one story and find, I don't know, the more chapters you have, the more bookmarks you're going to have because people are going to get curious. That's actually, uh, so back when I was working at conventions and stuff, I used to intern at this comic book studio. And they told me that, uh, like, when, when they were making their first comic book series, they said that the number one thing that they learned was that if you make one issue, like one comic book, no one will buy it. If you make two comic books, no one will buy it. But if you make a third entry in a series, that's when people start buying it. Because then they know that it's an ongoing thing and that you're going to stick with it. Because most stories fail after, like, the first or second entry, at least in the comic book industry, I guess. So, um, so yeah, it's like that psych the psychology of, like, is this person dedicated to the story? Am I going to get attached to characters that are just going to end up disappearing into the ether? Um, so it makes sense that having more stories or more chapters of the same story or more... Uh, stories within the same continuous world would kind of help build that audience. So that makes that makes sense. Another thing that I want to say is like I try to do things differently than most people do. And like one of the comments that I got on my story was like a lot of people write the same scenario over and over where it's like an established couple who is having vanilla sex and they want to spice things up. So they add, they try water sports. That's like a baseline for a majority of fix with that topic that you're going to find. But I just kind of went way left field. Yeah. <laughs> and was like, because like I have really specific kinks. Like we talked last time how like seeing a person piss on carpet is like a huge turn on to me. And like, I don't know why, but it just is. So I'm like, I'm going to write that in my story because there have to be... Other people like you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And people it's not who all, share that. And it's think. not all like... Like we talked about how it's always in the face and stuff. And like, that's cool in its own right for when you want that, but... I think that, uh, you know, the, the, the trope more or less of, you know, the couple having vanilla sex... It's just an entry level is a, a, a fantasy for that that writer, in that they you know, that's what they're experiencing, and so uh, you know it's a good launching point uh, for for any for the average reader to, to start. But if you're already into water sports, that's what you want, and so you're going for it, and it's in the vehicle of supernatural. But and that's 
That's fine. Yeah, but honestly, the more I write it, the more I think about making it my own original thing. Yeah. So I think the characters, being that Cass was already an angel, definitely helped lead me to that conclusion. But, like, I'm not against completely making it my own thing. Sure. At some point. Okay. Now, so what is the weather like in Kansas? <laughs> okay, so I have <laughs> I have notes. So now that we've talked about piss, what is the weather like yeah. in Kansas? Yeah, love, sex, relationships, <laughs> and the weather in Kansas. <laughs> so I have this graph. Okay. <laughs> so according to this graph, May is the second rainiest month with them getting just a little bit above five inches of rain in that month okay and then their heaviest month is june which is probably at like five and a half inches of precipitation so originally i was like i'm gonna put them in seattle because it's rain all the time. It fucking rains all the time yeah, yeah, yeah. in Seattle. And I was like, okay, that makes total sense. But then um, in the story, or in Supernatural, rather, Dean and Sam are from Lawrence, Kansas. So I was like, okay, fuck it. Let's look up the weather in Kansas. And then I found out that May is the second rainiest month. So then I went on this huge... I don't even know what to call it, where I just was like, okay, so then the story starts in April, and then there were this many days that have passed since chapter one, and that means I'm going to make it May the 3rd when chapter nine comes out, so it's the start of the rainiest season, and like, I'm going to have Crowley come back and tell all this stuff to Dean. So I'm that, imagining you with like a bulletin board, and you've got like the, 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 the string. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> then this, the and this, you know. <laughs> so, then I sat down and made two hour long I named it the kidnap podcast because (laughs) (laughs) our podcast was two hours when we did it so I was like Mm -hmm. fuck it this is basically a podcast all in its own but it's just part of my process because even back when I was writing my bully fan fiction in the summer Mm, way back in the day I want a sequel (sighs) to both bully and your story you're not the only one bully the video game Yes. yes. Okay. No water sports included. I was just a young lass. Yes. Sure. I was in high school when I wrote it. But it's actually, I think it's pretty good. Well, in chapter one, the whole story starts with Petey being stuck in the classroom, and he really has to pee. Mm. It's always there. Even then, yeah. It's always... So anyway, but also, like, so even then, uh, because we were... Emily, Emily and I have been friends throughout high school and you were sharing a lot of details about the story and your writing process and everything uh, with me at the time. And one thing that I've always admired about the way that you write fan fiction is like you really get into the characters and the world so much so that I remember you were, you were like mapping out um, like schedules uh, for like classes and stuff in Bully and you were going through the cutscenes and paying attention to things that were seemingly just like one-off lines in the script and you were like deep diving into what it meant 
and like referencing those in chapters that you wrote it was it was in depth it was insane and it was awesome um and i, I remember i actually really enjoyed that story because uh it a lot of it was because i had like a deeper appreciation for the work that you were putting into it uh and yeah so yeah so i made recordings back then on my little mp3 player from back <laughs> in the day and i decided to revisit that but like going off of what you said like i would play the game for hours specifically to do research for my fan fiction like i went through Bullworth Vale, the town, and decided this is going to be Petey's house because I like this one. And then I would, you know, ride around and find another house, be like, this is where Gary's going to live, and then like figure out how far it was and make Jimmy like take the trail and see how long it would take him to get there. And you know, just crazy things That's like wonderful. that. Yeah. And I, I, I distinctly remember you talking about this, and then I would read the story. And you could literally, like, just by reading your story, you could then, you could reverse it and then play the game and you could connect the dots that way. Like, that's how, like, detailed and specific it was. Uh, it was kind of remarkable. And I remember, I, at the time, I hadn't played Bully at all. And only relatively recently, like, I think two years ago-ish, two or three years ago, I actually played it for the first time. And you were there... When I started playing Bully for the first time, you were begging me for you to play it instead of me. Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> but I remember I knew some of what was like happening because of your story. And I remember specific cutscenes with Petey and Gary, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, oh, oh, this is that from the story. And like, I knew. And I was like, yeah, I totally ship them. Like, they, they're totally <laughs> in love with each other. Totally. Uh, and it's, like, obvious. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, it is. So the, the bully fan fiction was also gay uh, porn as well? 100%. All right. So has, has all of your fan fiction writing been homosexual? I have never the... written straight porn. Okay. And I've never written lesbian porn. Okay. And I've never really written just a story. What do you think? I mean, kind of, but is well, it that draws you to two men? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just so hot. I don't know. I guess it's because men are supposed to be like they have like such a stigma, and they're supposed to be so hard and rough and gruff, and you know, not supposed to show any kind of emotion or any of that. And then when you just take that and crumble it it's fun <laughs> as fuck you know what i mean okay and i don't know i think a lot of it could be like because i was taught from such a young age that that kind of thing was so wrong but like men have such unique dynamics with each other mm -hmm. and they're almost guarded all the time so what who else better would recognize those types of tropes within another man than, you know, two guys. I don't know if I said that well enough, but, like... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got there. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you can identify those, those and, and, I, and see those those struggles that another person's going through. 
um, because you yourself have gone through them kind of thing. I just, I guess I'm just curious, because there's lots of women out there that, that love yaoi, that love the idea of two guys, and it, I, I don't know, it's, it, I guess it has little to do with the fact that it's a woman into the yaoi, because I mean, I understand, I, I enjoy any kind of story involving sex, whether it's two men, two women, a straight couple, whatever. Um, but there's just a large contingent that I feel of, of women into yaoi. So I'm just trying to figure that out. I feel like it could also be... Uh, like, for me, I... Like, when it comes to porn, I prefer for it to be men. Mm-hmm. Strictly men. Like, I don't... Like, seeing a woman suddenly in porn makes it no longer porn for me. Okay. Um, and it's I, it's specifically because I am attracted to men and mm-hmm. not women. And so maybe it could also be like the reason why so many women are into yaoi is because they're attracted to men and so they like seeing just men. Like in the same kind of way. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, so, like, I feel like maybe sexuality also leads into... I mean, obviously, because it's porn. But, um, like, that specific interest of... Like, me, this sounds really sexist. But, like, I'm, I'm, I'm just so immediately turned off when I see a woman in something... In the sacred territory of, <laughs> of my porn. Yeah. Um, like, how dare they? Right. Uh, so maybe it could. How be a often does a woman bad. randomly pop up? Uh, <laughs> so I mean, I don't. Like two dudes are going at it, and then all of a sudden, a woman walks in. I mean, they don't I like mean, walk that in. That kind of does happen a lot, though. There are yeah. Where like they just randomly throw a woman into it. Like they'll have a guy who's like cheating on his wife with mm-hmm. another dude, and then yeah. the wife comes into the room and catches them, and then and all then of a sudden all she's yeah. That, too. Does, that does happen. That a lot, happens actually. way too often. Okay. And like also porn. And I don't know if you've noticed this, uh, but I mean, Emily even referenced this a little bit in how people are writing water sports stories and mm-hmm. fan fiction and things like that. I feel like oftentimes porn creators or directors or writers or whatever, um, it's almost like they're writing or creating for... This is going to sound shitty, but like the lowest common denominator... Where it's like, okay, we want to make something that appeals to the largest broad stroke. Mm-hmm. And stroke. Since, <laughs> since I'm, uh, like me personally, I don't go on specifically gay porn sites. Right. Uh, Which is bizarre to me that you're so opposed to seeing women at all. Why not go right for the gold? Yeah, I mean, Why well, risk so, I mean the reason is most... Gay porn sites are more like crafted experiences where they have, okay, this is our porn. And they're not necessarily communities where people are like independent creators. I very much wear that on my sleeve. So you like the amateur? In everything. Amateur porn. I mean, I also, I like seeing new ideas and things. It's exciting. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) New ideas in porn. Yeah, you get... I um, really want to explore that topic. You can get inspiration... Anywhere. What are the new anywhere. ideas in porn right now, Stephen? Uh, well, I mean, I've got a huge amount of inspiration for my story, specifically from porn videos. Okay. 
that I stumbled upon. I get inspiration in the bedroom. But I'm sorry. No, nothing. Okay. I'll <laughs> I was just moving scared you. <laughs> yeah, like, I was waiting to hear yeah. it out. No, yeah. but like, I mean, okay. So, yeah, if you go on like most traditional porn sites where there's like a person in charge who's like, I want this on my porn website, mm-hmm. um, then they're going to make decisions that are more in line with either the best business model, which then reaches the most like average or the, the largest audience, or they're going to make things that are more geared towards their specific individual Hyper-specific or very um, ultra-general, yeah. And I kind of like, I'm the kind of person where now that they have a shuffle button on Netflix, I hit it all the time. Mm. I'm like, mm-hmm. I just want to spin the wheel and see what happens. Gotcha. Um, and I kind of like that with porn as well. However, I'm I'm just not turned on by women. Like, yeah, it's something like it's like going to a restaurant and saying surprise me, but if you have an allergy, you need to specify. Yeah, exactly, and and that's what I did when I go to a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. I say, could you surprise me with something delicious? I like lots of caffeine, mm-hmm. and I like sweet drinks. Sure. Like, I, I usually tell them, yeah. like, a, a general thing. Right. So, uh, yeah, and you can filter and stuff like that right. as well. But sometimes, you know, they don't account for the, the mom walking in. <laughs> or, you know, the the grandma who's the disgruntled catatonic in the background. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I kind of feel the same way, though. Like, I don't... I mean, I like women a little bit. I'm not... I wouldn't consider myself bisexual, but I am attracted to women. But, like, I don't really want to see women in porn. I don't know. It's just so degrading, almost, in a way. A lot, it's of, a lot, of, a lot of porn is geared to degrade women. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there's, like, certain genres of, like, gay porn that can be really degrading, too. Yep. So. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. So... But, like, it's almost like, I feel like, for me, it's almost like the tables are completely turned. Like, you know how there's, like, the the story of, like, there's a straight guy who's, like, jerking off to porn, and then it's like, oh, but there's a man in it, so you must be gay. It's like me, it's flipped, where it's yeah. like, oh, there's a woman in this, wait a second, am I straight? Damn and I have to have, like, this no. conversation with myself, yeah. and I'm like, no, there's no way. Uh, but, yeah, it's like, it's just but weird. I... So gay porn and and lesbian porn to me, I will watch them, but I'm not as into it as I am with heterosexual porn and or well, with one of each. No, yeah, with one of each. Yeah, hetero, when I say heterosexual, I mean because it, it can be, I mean, there can be trans, there can be cross dressing, there can be whatever. But as long as there's a dick and a vagina and some titties, I'm happy camper. Like I'm I'm in I'm in for it. I don't like seeing dudes' faces. I don't like hairy dudes, mm. so it does take. I don't like, like hairy dudes either. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of hairy dudes, and just the dudes' faces in general. I don't want to I, I, like. I don't want to see your vinegar strokes. Like uh, that's uh, like the <laughs> man's like the man's like about to come face or oh. like, like the the faces that a dude making like they're you know they're really into it. Like it's, uh, that's not attractive at all, and I don't know. I do want to do like how a... anybody <laughs> can watch that. Like, I really want, like, a photo book of just that. Right. Every page right. is a new cum face. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 yeah, there's no there's no world in which that is attractive. 
<laughs> at all. But and I don't so, know. See, like, I... I'm very much a face person. Like, if I can't see somebody's face mm-hmm. in porn, I, I can't do it. It's almost like... It's like they're not a human at that point. Right. They're they're a headless body. Yeah. Uh, and like into it. <laughs> it <laughs> I, I think that's interesting because like I don't know, I'm a very like personality driven mm-hmm. person, so like I'm not I'm not necessarily getting off on the body as much as I am like the vibe. <laughs> it's sure. weird. Sure, no, like, um, it, it's it's both for me. Um but I just the dude's face is not I'm sorry, go on. That, that's basically the okay, long yeah. and short of it. Yeah, like I, so like I can very much detach sex from love. I like when they're intertwined, and that makes the sex and the love that much better. It's, you know, I mean, peanut butter and jelly are fantastic, and when together they are just chef's kiss. By the way, when you busted out the chef's kiss in that episode, <laughs> like that is my, my favorite. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> I think audibly saying it yeah, was yeah. like... It was oh, perfect. It was fucking perfect. Up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was great. Um, but anywho's, I can keep the two separate and enjoy them. And when they're intertwined, it's fantastic. Um, but I'm very much into to headless dudes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have I got a sight for you? Right. right yeah. Goes on to there the deep web. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's the live leak? <laughs> Just... I don't even know. That's awful. Well, for me... <laughs> yes, please. If the guy... I mean, uh, me being petty again, it depends on how attractive they are. Like, if yeah, the guy's really freaking pretty, and he makes, like, gorgeous I'm about to come faces, like, I want to see that. There's no gorgeous I'm about to come. Like, I... I, I mean, do you like, a, like female orgasm faces? I guess not, but I... I don't know. Like it's 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 not as I I I, I can't think of it. You seem instance. less adverse. To I do right. I'm not wincing at the thought. Okay. Um. But but please continue. Another thing that I sometimes enjoy that can like make or break a video is like the person moaning. Yeah. Like it has it has to really be specific for me to like it. I am right there with you, actually. Like, if, uh, <laughs> if it sounds fake at all, or, like, they are putting on an act mm-hmm. for the camera, yeah. I can't stand I, that. I, I, I I'm like, Ugh. Right. Yeah, that's... I would rather just mute it at yeah. that point. Yeah, yeah. And I, I often do. I gen- yeah, generally it's muted. Yeah. Yeah. I also, and I, I Unless absolutely... Unless it's got some amazing 70s music. Then... That was actually... That was a song from Brad for the Rapper. <laughs> um, anyways. <laughs> I'll have to play it later. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, like, I, I actually, I hate to draw this line because it makes me feel awful, but it is a preference. Um, I also, like, can't stand it. Like, specifically with gay porn, there's a lot of guys who sound very, like, effeminate. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's... So there's feminine and masculine voices, but then there's, like... There's a certain brand of gay voice that is, like, very specific. And I hate it. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. Like, the... It's the 
super twink voice. Yeah, the but like catty. It's like girly. It's 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 like. It's it's not necessarily if you close your eyes you don't see a woman and you don't see a man, you see the gay twink like you. Mm-hmm. It's like a specific embodiment of. We that. Already, everybody uh, in the room knew exactly the voice that you meant. But I yeah. I cannot stand that. Okay. And at that point, if I hear it, I can't mute the video because I keep hearing it. And I, have to, <laughs> I like literally it I have to go you. to somebody else completely. Sure. I'm like now I have forever attached that to your face and your body you are now no good to me Hmm. right now sure in this moment sure uh i i no longer want to objectify you (laughs) for my sexual pleasure for me it takes a specific not specific but it takes a, a strong personality that really owns that voice to for me to to enjoy that voice like it's because it's almost like an act that that voice is it, it takes effort to do that uh, for most folks I feel like or it's something that they've they've earned or practiced uh, uh, I don't know that I don't know many people who talk like that in general you know so so yeah it's it's very much the the putting on airs I think for me like if I hear that voice, I, I'm not automatically dismissing it, but it takes a certain personality to go along with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the, the peanut butter and jelly go hand in hand. Peanut butter in one hand, mm-hmm. jelly in the other, and then you just start clapping. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Podcast with Benefits. If you enjoyed this show, please rate follow and or subscribe to the podcast with benefits wherever podcasts are distributed please reach out to us by writing an email to be more than friends at gmail.com commenting on mtfproductions.com or finding us on facebook at facebook.com backslash be more than friends one day we hope to do this for a living to help make that dream come true Please donate what you can to our show at mtfproductions.com. Your donations help us purchase better equipment, fund more merchandise, and hold events. Please share this show with a friend that you love. Thank you.